Let's get to some phone calls. Let's start off today in Arkansas. Rico, welcome to the program. Wow, okay. How are you doing, Kevin? Good. How are you? Oh, well. Oh, well. Um, great topic today, and absolutely I agree with you 100%. Um, turning the truck into a university, uh, which is some of the stuff that we're trying to pull off with the podcast with all the different uh, shows that we got going on and, and the knowledge base that we're trying to help provide and bring to the to the industry, uh, I think it definitely will help shorten the learning curve of individuals that are looking to get into it and, and make sure that you expound upon whatever it is that the topics that are going on on the uh, podcast and on the Facebook groups, take that a little bit further. You know, take a little bit of, uh, take, make sure you take a little bit of ownership on it. Don't just take what we're talking about, but dig a little bit deeper on it to, 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 so that you can better equip your toolbox. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, and, and I, it's, I think that there... It's one of the things I try to do with the audio book. So a lot of times I'll come up with a theme... Like, you know, something that could directly help somebody's business, a customer service or relationship building. And that's kind of the theme. And then I'll try to recommend one or two good books. Uh, because when we, you know, when we do a podcast or we do a show or we write something on Facebook, it's it's pretty limited. You know, one of the things we have to deal with in today's world, I just got done with a book. The, the attention span for most people today is 10 minutes. I really just read a book that recommended if you are running meetings of any kind, whether it's a seminar, a phone conference, whatever, that you should give people breaks every 10 minutes. My God, I I can't even imagine. But that's what we're facing. We have to deal with that. So uh, let me me get to this break. I'll come right back because this is a great topic and I want to talk about it more. So stick around. We'll be right back. Yeah, I guess this show does pretty good at that. We take a break every 12 minutes, so that works. You're on the road, dog. Sirius XM 146. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. I'm going to go back to uh, Arkansas. I was talking with Rico about the theme of the day. Rico, I agree. You made a comment that, you know, listening to the podcast, reading the books, listening to the books really shortens that time to get things figured out. There's so much stuff, there's no point reinventing the wheel. Somebody already knows it, and the quickest way to get that information is is from somebody who's already done it and figured it out. Exactly. If you can do that, and um, I was listening to another podcast this morning from one of our mutually people that we admire, both Seth Golden has a podcast that he has out now. And... Um, he was talking about, and I think this kind of applies to our industry as well, learning the difference between a freelancer and an entrepreneur. And the way that he described a freelancer is, you know, you get paid for the work that you do. And I, I kind of categorize that as operating and running strictly on the spot market. It's kind of like, you know, freelance trucking to a degree. Right. Whereas if, if the entrepreneur is it's when you start thinking about, okay, I'm going to build a business, I'm going to build a fleet, I'm going to establish my own customers. And, and, uh, and neither one of them, I'm not saying that to be derogatory or anything like that, N- either one of them is, is, is based on your personality. I mean, there's no right, right or wrong answer. If that's what you want to do, then that's what you want to do. But understanding the differences between the two and understanding how to build your, um, turn your entrepreneurship so that you actually have something that is a 
instead of a commodity, then you, you have a business that can actually be sold at some given point in time. You know, it, it has a, a value all, outside of just the equipment. And, and, and uh, the, the major difference that he said that an entrepreneur is someone that can leave the business for two weeks and it doesn't go belly up. That, that's a very it, good it, point. It had their systems. So, you know, and, and some of the stuff, bringing that, you know, some of the stuff that you're doing, some of the stuff that we all are trying to bring to the table. And I think what the biggest change that I've seen in myself is, and what I would like to try to see come about in the industry, like you said earlier, we're not going to be able to get to everyone, but the people that decide that they want to be in the upper echelon, we have got to change our minds about things. We have to we have to think outside of the box and, and bring another level of service and value to the industry in order for us and we can be paid handsomely for that if we if we do that. Yeah, and and you know and, the beauty and, and, and stop kind of I agree. The beauty in this industry is that there has been so little of that in the last hundred years of trucking. I mean, nobody really thinks outside of the box much in this industry. We are a very old school, old mentality industry. And that opens up huge opportunity. You know, if if you're involved in technology today, my God, you better be on top of your game and you better be creative because... There's a hundred thousand other people to compete with who are on top of their game and they are creative and they are thinking outside the box. Not so much in trucking. I mean, so there's there's a ton of opportunity uh, that can happen. Now, that that point of freelancers and entrepreneurs, that is such a great topic. We've used the phrase many times and and I don't want this phrase to sound derogatory, but there are most owner operators have bought themselves a job. Now they've bought themselves a good job many times because they have some more freedom. They do have some ownership. I mean, those are all good things. I'm not criticizing it, but you want to think beyond that sometimes. Now you mentioned personality and for some people that that's exactly what they want. They don't want the responsibility. They don't want to have to deal with other people. And what I would say to, if you're in that position, then financially you need to understand retirement planning and saving and investing, because at some point you're not going to be able to go out there and drive that truck anymore. And if that's the only way you generate revenue, you better be saving and investing so that when you retire, you can say, okay, I'm done. And I've got the money. The, one of the things that excited me the most when I was building any of my businesses, the first time I hired a driver and put him in the truck, now it was scary, there's no question, but it, it, there was something very exciting, and my first truck ran overnight, and I ran during the day. I actually you know, had two drivers running the same truck for a little while before I bought a second truck, so I would run it during the day. I had a driver that had a night run with it, it was very cool to go to bed at night and lay there and think, hey, you know what? I'm still making money. That, that's a great feeling. <laughs> I, I'm going to sleep or I'm, yeah, out having, I'm out having a beer with my friends or I'm, I'm, you know, getting a good night's sleep in my own bed and I'm still making money. And that's the difference between a freelancer and an entrepreneur. It's a great topic. As a freelancer, you only make money when you work. As an entrepreneur, you figure out ways right. to make money when you're not working. 
And that, that, that's what, that's what maybe a great topic, you know, to, to just throw that in with what we're talking about. But when when I heard that this morning on the podcast, and I was listening to it on on Seth's podcast, I kind of had one of those uh, not to be Captain Catchphrase, but one of those paradigm shifts. Yeah. Yeah, you know, for me, um, the CMC is a great example of this. When I first started the CMC, it was a two-day program. I was the only speaker. In fact, some of the events I did entirely by myself. Sometimes I had a helper, but many times I flew to the, you know, the location, carried my own books in, put the books out on the table. You know, it did everything from start to finish for two days. Well, when I looked at that, there's some real downsides to a model like that. One, what if I got sick, you know, at the last minute? I mean, really sick, like can't get up no matter what I tried to do. You have all these people that have paid to be there. That's, that's a tough position to be in. Um, if you look at the CMC now, it could almost be pulled off without me. And it's getting closer and closer all the time. And that's been my ultimate goal. Not that I don't want to do it. I want to continue to be a part of it. But I also want to know that if something went horribly wrong, that event would still go on without me. Right, right. That's a great That's a great goal to have. Well, Kevin, I, I appreciate it. I, you know, I won't let somebody else jump in here and get, a, get, a, get an opportunity to speak with you. But... Uh, um, I appreciate again for the opportunity of doing the podcast. We, we're enjoying it. We're loving it. We're going to try to um, improve it and do more. Uh, I'll get that. I did get your email. I'm, I'm going to get that information over to you. And I talked with Lisa. She gave me a hard time. I got. I got to get on the stick. So I got to get my homework done. <laughs> there you go. All right. I'll let you go so you can get to it. Thanks for the call. Great stuff. And thank you for stepping up and and stepping out of your comfort zone and doing the podcast and speaking at the CMC. Uh, you've made a tremendous uh, addition in, in really good information and knowledge to what we do here, as well as uh, Chad and his podcast, Kenny and his podcast, and many other people that I want to help bring into this uh, because I, I do see so much opportunity.